hell is this? A guy named Greg did call. Six months ago. A guy named Greg? Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess I forgot. You forgot. My ex-boyfriend, the love of my life, calls and you forgot? The love of your life? Don't be trying to change the subject. Last time you saw the love of your life, he was screwing another woman right here in your living room. Welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. It is another one. This episode today is called Don't You Want Me, Baby? Original air date 11-24-2003. Writer Tim Edwards. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And today we have the return of one of our uh, popular guest hosts. It's Super Fan Tony. What's going on, girl? Yay! I'm so happy to be back and discuss another amazing episode that I love. And I remember, like, it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And we're happy we could have got you on because it was a minute. We, you're a busy girl. Yeah. Yeah, a little busy. It's summertime, you know, so we outside. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we outside. And uh, I see you've been, uh, you've been very active on the TikTok, right? The TikTok? Yeah, TikTok is, like, my favorite place to be right now. The growth is out of control, and I... Right now, I'm teaching people how to have a healthy, sustainable relationship with food through portion control. Uh, mm. I've had my own weight loss journey, so I just help people figure out what their triggers are for food and or how to create a healthy relationship with food so they can get to their goal body. So that's what we do over on TikTok. That's what's up. I actually saw a tweet. I talked to you about this tweet, but I don't read it on the air. Um <laughs> Twitter user Frida Hollow says, there's this TikTok girl who look just like Tony from Girlfriends. I'm like, how does it feel to be God's favorite? Oh, yeah, I saw that tweet. <laughs> how does it um, feel? Well, hey, God's favorite. I'll take it. It's, it's really cool. That's one thing I do love about TikTok. That's so hilarious. These people have never seen Girlfriends before. And now that it's on Netflix... People are like, especially it comes to my page all the time. Most of the comments, especially when I'm dressed up, is you look like Tony Childs. And to me, I'm like, y'all is late, girl. We've been on Girlfriends. But for them, <laughs> it's their first time watching the show. So it, it's it's really exciting because I get to talk Girlfriends all the time now that folks finally are watching the show for the first time. And my real name is Tony. So they really connect with that. Yeah, it's mm. not a stage name or anything. It's, it's really Tony. <laughs> it's, it's all the stars aligned. That stars align. Hey, look at God. Yeah, so we're uh, we're going to get into this episode because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm going to start out with the cold open. Starts out at Joan's house. Joan opens the door and it's William with Lil Willie. I guess that's his name. Do we know that's his real name? The little baby's name? <laughs> I have no Is idea. Is it what w- William are. Jr.? No. I fucking hope not. What the fuck? <laughs> like, you're already setting that baby up. But, um... He brings the baby over. It's really cute. And uh, the baby kind of does look like William a little bit. Good casting. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you could kind of see. And uh, I will say, did you notice the way Joan greeted him at the door? That kiss looked a little it looked more a than little, friends. It looked a little, oh, hey, hubby. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. She's fresh off the breakup. I don't know. My girl is just rebounding. The baby's here. Joan, it was friendly. It was a little too friendly for me. It was close to the mouth. That's all I got to say. It was definitely. I was like, what season is this I'm watching? Okay, no, they ain't dating yet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
But he was like, yeah, me and little man are out. We're out cruising for chicks. And he saw Auntie Joan's house, so we decided to go in. His moms are at some invitation-only lesbian soiree. There's a promise of pictures. <laughs> Come on, William. What do you think they're doing at this soiree? I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's brunch. Yeah. This nigga just be on some dumb shit. Like, I bet you it was just some shit where they went to that's LGBT friendly. And he's making it seem like, oh, it's a soiree that's like invite. Yeah, it's invite only because they don't want no homophobes coming to their shit. That's why they got to vet you first. Ooh, dang. William's like, he he likes to keep it creepy. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. William is that kind of guy. That's a good theory, Etsy. Mm -hmm. I didn't think of that. So he brought the child over to cheer her up because if you guys remember, Brock did want kids. So she broke up with him. And I guess William thought, hey, this would cheer her up. I wanted to get your idea on, uh, on Brock, Tony. What did you think of, of the whole Brock situation and him not wanting kids? And Brock in general. I love Brock's character. Like, I was, I remember being like, dang, I really, really, really like Brock. <laughs> when I watched this show when I was freaking 13, like, I thought it was cute. I, I loved him and Joan's connection. He was her enchanted love. Um, because I hated Ellis, so it was natural that I love Brock. <laughs> I mean, a step up from Ellis is, I mean, I could be anybody. I think that might have been it by comparison. Yes. Yeah. And, and was he good for her? Well, I don't know. I just really remember liking Brock's character even to this day. When I watch those episodes, I still really love him. And I wish they could have worked it out. I didn't think he was going to leave that episode. I did assume they would pull it back together, but... She was firm in her conviction that she needed children, and he was firm that he didn't. Yeah. Of all the guys, Brock was my favorite, past and present. He was always my favorite. Yeah, but if he don't want kids, what you gonna what you gonna do? Like, there's that's you a don't big even one. know if kids is in the is bitch. How old was Joan? Okay, she was a lady of a certain age. You ain't gonna throw away no good man, not even knowing if you if that's in the cards. Okay, ain't she like thirty three? I mean, I don't think it's yeah, old but enough she to also be could like, adopt. Yeah, she could adopt. So that she made that her entire character up until that point was all about a man, a man, a man, a man, a man. Okay, boom, girl, here you go. You got your one. He doing all the things you want him to do. Then she created a new problem, which was I need a baby, 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 baby. What? Where did this even come from? You don't even like uh, Jamanji. No, like, I, I, I think... don't even see you. <laughs> I think Joan's whole shit was like, yes, it was about man, 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 man. But I feel like with the man came the baby, too. I I just don't think that she emphasized the baby because, I mean, you got to get the nigga first to make the baby. So I think (laughs) I think that that's why it seems like it's coming from left field with Joan. And it, and it moved so quick with the, okay, he said no, now it's over. She, it, she was, to me, felt like she was looking for a reason, again, to exit. What is your problem, girl? You're getting what you say you want. The man said no kids. You ain't even let it settle. You ain't even try to put a baby on him. You know, Bridgerton style. She ain't even try. If you want one so bad, just push him. <laughs> I, 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 that's one of the few things that I like. And everybody know Joe be getting on my damn nerves. But yeah. this one... Where she said, no, nah, it's not for me. That's actually one of the few times where she don't seem like a pick me. Like, she's saying, I want kids. This person doesn't want kids. Okay, that's it. 
Does that even sound like Joan? If I was to say, like, if we didn't even watch the show, that doesn't yeah, even sound like Yeah, it feels like, like the her. Joan we know would have been like, all right, I can, fig- I, I won't have kids though. We're like, I'll roll with that. Sure, I'll, I'll forget I'll the kids. It out. Anything for you, baby. It don't matter. Fuck them kids. Let me let me pull it back to her jealousy with Tony. Okay, I feel yeah. like once she saw Tony's relationship was not perfect the pressure of having a man in general, because the last time we spoke on about Tony's wedding, the pressure was so high for her to hold on to Ellis ugly. I mean, Ellis, um, you know, whatever <laughs> it, it was, the pressure was high to maintain a man. She did not even like mm-hmm. now Tony's relationship is falling apart. That pressure is no longer there because Joan, we know would have kept a man under any circumstance to, to have, someone because her girlfriends had someone now all of a sudden you see a girlfriend's relationship not that good Ah, i I guess i'll throw away the seemingly decent guy because right now we're not aligning you think it's because of tony i think if tony's relationship was looking perfect like it did before she would have held on to brock a little while longer oh revisionist history i like it you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> something to think about what do you guys yeah. think listeners head on over to uh twitter hit us up at hell yes girl and let us know what Ooh. you think do you agree with that that's a good one i didn't even put that together it's possible it's possible joan seemed like the bitch who be low-key competing with her friends anyway so it's very possible mm. Definitely. I, I like she's strong. She was good for getting out of there. That's a positive move. But damn it, I, she did move really, really quickly for me. See what the man talking about at first. Mm-hmm. Get out. Yeah, let it marinate. But here's my marinate. question to y'all, right? Realistically speaking, let's say if the if the shoe was on the other foot, would a man want to see what a woman is talking about if he wants kids and she doesn't? Or would he just dip? Uh, he would just dip. Man, men have a wider window of having kids anyway so they don't mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck about none of that shit they, they're not trying They'll to talk one about woman pregnant every week yeah okay. like so it's like i don't know are we putting too much on on her because i'm proud of her for that decision i do think that maybe if tony's relationship was doing better she would have that's a good i didn't even think about that one now i'm just like hmm yeah she dropped him yeah i mean you ain't never seen joan move so quick no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but she we, stayed through the sex addiction, dude. She yeah. stayed through the damn through the uh the young dude who was, didn't measure up to her. Like she stayed through a lot of other bullshit. But when it came to Brock, she was like snip snip. It was real quick. Is it because this one is the biggest one though? Like the young dude is young. That means he could have kids for a while. This sex addiction nigga, yeah, he fucked a lot of bitches, but I mean, he, that means he probably could still have some some, some type of kids since <laughs> he, he, got, he got all that shit to be, all that energy and shit, right? So it's like, has the stakes ever been this high previously for mm. us to compare it to? Yeah, these stakes were high. With Joan and Brock, I feel when I, okay, if you guys have seen like, um, because they did it again, Mara, you know, Mara was doing girlfriends and she did it in being Mary Jane, you know, where it's a more sophisticated kind of guy. He, he, I think he kind of like, um, he had a drug problem in real life, the light skin guy. I liked his character in being Mary Jane, though, a man who is a bit more thoughtful with his future and his time. I don't think Brock was saying no to kids. I think he was saying yes to all of the other opportunities in life when it came to travel. 
And even even Joan being more selfish, she's always so selfless with her friends, but then upset when they don't reciprocate it. That's what I liked about him introducing the idea of no kids to her, especially mm-hmm. as a woman. I want kids. Everybody want, you know, most people want a little, most people a, little a little baby around here. But I think she should have taken a minute to see why, you know, what what would her life look like without him? Because mm-hmm. you bouncing around from man to man to man, bitch, you about to be 40, 50 and still ain't mm-hmm. got no man. And they definitely ain't going to have no baby. Settle down one of these days, girl. But I'm talking to when I'm saying this, I'm talking to my previous self who had, you know, similar feelings. And then my friend girls were all getting up in age. And I'm watching the ones who are more successful, like Joan, be so picky and choosy and then finally find a decent guy, but then find a reason to drop him. Bitch, what do you want? Find yeah. one thing and then hold mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. hold on. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my question to y'all is, Let's say Joan would have stayed with this nigga who said from the get-go that he does not want kids and you do, right? Mm. Whose fault would it have then been, right, if she would have stayed with him and tried to convince him, right, to try to have kids then? And he's just like, um, girl, I already said from the get-go I don't want no kids, so what you want to do? I'm not having no kids. Whose fault would it then be, if down the line, a year, two years later, they're married and Joan's like, oh, you know, I just thought you changed your mind. And he's like, why would you think that? I said what I said. Well, I think it would be Joan's fault because he said what he said. He was up front. So why exactly. wouldn't you value that? And then she's 33. She could still have kids. Who knows if this might be a time where she's about 40 or wherever. I don't yeah, know. You don't know when that's going to happen. People's bodies are different or whatever. Right. But right now at her 33 years, she should be fine. Right. Yeah. But but let some years pass by and whenever the hell y'all are ready. Whose fault is that? It would have been her fault. Yeah. I'm not saying stay with the man. I'm saying really assess because in this episode immediately when you hold will your baby the baby crying now you're like oh my god i'll never be a good mom did i leave a man you didn't even let it settle (laughs) if something doesn't go your way immediately you dropping it girl have a little bit of patience so Mm -hmm. it would have been her fault if brock would have pulled up with that excuse you know or that reasoning later on in life but give it a moment Lady, I just want you to sit down. If you get in what you say you want, see if you actually like it first before. I mean, Brock was here for like two episodes. He was out of yeah, here. He was quick. Yeah, this is this is one of the quickest ones. I'm not gonna hold you. The quickest boyfriends she had. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the episode. We're gonna just talk about what we're gonna do is get the Joan William babysitting the baby thing out of the way so we can get to the good stuff. So yeah, this baby don't don't want to be around Joan. Do you think the baby is just like feels some type of energy? Maybe mm. he feels the 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 energy that Joan be putting out. You know, she be putting out real desperate pick me energy. Like, girl, just be yourself. Like, I know you want me to like you, but you're doing the most. Like, put me back yeah. to Mr. Will. <laughs> yeah, she's begging the baby to love her. It's 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 kind of cringe midway. <laughs> And I love I love the way they use that as a through line. So when the girls come over and tell their stories that's going on in the episode, they're holding the baby. The baby stops crying and they tell their story about this is the problem I'm having with so and so and whatnot. But eventually, after I think toward the end of the episode, she gets the baby to stop crying. And then she realizes, oh, I'm going to be a great mom. And we didn't say all that, but 
Exactly. <laughs> Assumptions, jumping, girl, mm-hmm. slow down. We ain't saying none of that. The baby is just exhausted from crying. That's all that's, that's going what I was thinking. Yeah. The yeah. baby just, just done cried himself to sleep. That's pretty much all that happened. Mm-hmm. But um, I love when <laughs> William's like, You know, you can always call up Brock and go, Hey, talk about irony. <laughs> mm. The irony. I broke up with Brock because I want babies. But, but babies don't, don't want me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Poetic justice, chair. So let's get into uh, Tony's problem. So uh, she's in the living room that we haven't seen this living room in her apartment since Greg, Greg was on the floor yeah. <laughs> with, with some woman. Since he was like, yeah, Tony, you really hurt me. You hurt me. <laughs> you thought that I would come back to you. Like, it was just like, Jesus, Greg, the exposition was just like. You can't hurt me anymore, Tony. I loved you for exactly who you were and you belittled me for what I didn't have. I gave you honesty and you cheated on me. I gave you my heart, and you tried to give me an STD. I thought that was your sister. (laughs) You were so full of yourself, Tony. What, did you honestly think I would run back to you and forgive you like a fool? Who's a fool now, Tony? Now, I will tell y'all this. That had me shook forever for years. I always assumed that that would happen to me. I don't know. what I watched that show way too young. And that just felt way, like, very real. The idea that, all right, if you kind of dog someone, they will come back. They will, like, befriend you or, you know, like a guy. And then, boom, he cheating on your, um, on your living room. It had me shooketh. To this oh, day, I'm probably still afraid of the same thing. So I don't know what it was about the writing of that episode. Greg was so corny in that moment, but oh, it did scare me. I was like, oh, I ain't never going to do nothing like hey, that. And they got you like that, girl? It, it really. I was really 13 watching the show. When you say the years, it's, <laughs> it's funny to me, but I really was 13 and thinking that's how grown people was moving. <laughs> Oof, and it's also like, I wouldn't befriend a nigga who I don't fuck with any. What are we friends for? Exactly. Stay away from that guy. Yeah. Once you, once that you, especially the way she ended it with him the first time, it was some kind of she got engaged to somebody else on him and mm-hmm. almost gave him an STD. And mm. at that point, ain't no coming back. If you want to make amends, that's that's a clue. Something ain't right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Kind of like in this episode when Greg comes back. But yes, we find out that from the mail that Greg left a $900 check to her? I'll First take it. off. Yeah. And I wouldn't have oh. told Todd either. Like, you you, you, <laughs> you tell way too much. I would have shut the yeah. fuck up. I would have like, oh, kept it for yourself. This? Oh, damn, that's crazy. And then just, <laughs> girl, put that shit in my bag and say, oh, I, I, I'm going to get some Starbucks, babe. I'll be back. Deposit that shit into the bank and call it a day. Now, Mm-mm. my thing is, how that man only owed her $900? She was paying for every single thing around that house, even at yeah. 03 prices. He owed her a, a few more coins than that. Still he being did. broke. I think that was just a partial payment. Well, send the rest. It's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> True. But when, when Todd, if you notice, when Todd hears about this $900 check, he barely even bats an eye. He's like, oh, all right. Mm-hmm. I, I would have been like, Bleh. especially when you're in debt. Right, like that nine hundred. <laughs> well, Todd knew he he wasn't gonna get a piece of that, so no point in him popping up. That was Tony money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh dang! But um, Greg wrote a note, and the note says, "Dear Tony, given the horrible thing I did, I understand why you didn't return my message before your wedding. But your fiance sounded nice, 
I just wanted you to know I'm sincerely happy for you. I also wanted to pay you back at least the financial part of what I owe you. All the best, Greg. I'm like, shit, I'd be like, good riddance to, to Greg. I ain't hanging out. I'm not going to see you. I'm not hanging out with you. I'm not having lunch with you. Why would I do that? Thanks for the money. Actually, we don't even got to say thanks. I'll just take the check. Right. I don't got to respond, right? Yes. Deposit I, I, it right now so he can't stop payment on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, be like, yeah, oh, I lost your number. Oh, you trying to contact me? Oh, shit, I must have missed it. My bad. So, my Taurus... Oh, it sounds bad. I'm with Tony. I, oh, I'm not with Tony, but I understand her energy as far as, okay, you're back and you're coming down on your knees and you're, you're going to beg and grovel and I'm going to turn you around because uh, the ego is so big. The ego must, I need to confirm Tony's that I'm ego. right. My, Tony's ego. And also Tony, my you, you ego and, yeah, Tony, Tony Childs <laughs> and super fan Tony. Both the Tonys must be confirmed. Okay, here, you, uh, you know, I had a friend girl, a close friend girl of mine. We were so close, so so very tight. It's like, all right, all right, okay, so boom. We fell out. Why we fell out? <laughs> uh, she, this is like when I was in my early tw- 20s. She went to go get her hair done by somebody else, and she never promoted my business. And when you're a business owner, you're sensitive. So I remember her posting the hairstylist that she went to go get her hair by and tagging him, being like, oh, my God, this is the best hairstyle ever. And I was tight. I was like, bitch, you ain't never did that with my business. Why would you, you know, it, it, I felt really offended in the moment. And when you're offended, especially when I'm offended, I just recoil. All right, we ain't never got to speak again. Bitch, I don't even like you no more. Like this. So it was, a, it was a very petty thing, but we did not speak for years. Then one day on my Twitter, she actually found, finds my Twitter, writes me, tags me and says, hey, I'm sorry. Because it was like some other stuff too, but it was all little petty things. She was like, I'm sorry, you were right. Oh, well, in that case, you come, you, you come back, on your knees, we can be friends again. And it's a it's a bad thing because maybe I wish I was more mature to handle it differently. But that is the energy that I see with Tony. Greg, you're back on your knees after you have embarrassed me. I need to see this in real life so I can rub your face in it. Show you how much of a catch that you left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to do that. I kind of need to do that for my ego. That's some bullshit. Etsy, I kind of feel like you would do something like that. Am I wrong? I would, but here's the thing. I don't like to have any dents in my armor. So you have to do Mm. your research and make sure that he don't got another bitch. Because who says that he's coming back to actually say, oh, I miss you. You got to be careful with that, with how you manage your ego. So Etsy, how are you confirming this information before? In the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, there's no no social media, no nothing. I don't got no no mutual friends, colleagues, nothing. You can't look his name up and see if he may be already married or I don't know. You can't you can't really do that in the early 2000s. But thankfully, I'm a, I'm a young millennial, a Gen Z type of bitch. So, baby, all I need is a name. <laughs> the FBI ain't got nothing on me. That's it. Okay. That's okay, it. so what are you doing though? Are you I, so you're not even a little bit curious to see how this nigga about to beg for you back? You don't you don't want him to grovel a little bit. But you're assuming but th- that think he's about begging. It. He did this one other time. He did this. He came back before, and you know how that ended. Right. So my whole thing is, I don't want to see you. I don't want to know you. Hear no evil. Speak no evil. See no evil. Mm-hmm. You know. 
So how do I know this ain't round two? But that's that's how bitches like me be getting caught up. Now you went over there to drag his face in it, and you back in the bed with him, girl. So you messed up. So you're right. You're right. It's, it's a situation where she just needed to walk away. Yeah, you want to protect your um your heart too. You don't want to go through this shit again. The first time when exactly. he was he did this shit, and then it's gonna happen again. Nah, nah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna trust you. Well, shame on was it first time? Shame on you. Second time? Shame, shame on, on me. Or something it's like some that. It's some shame. It's some shame up in there. So yeah, that's that's my stance. And it's too ma- it's too many questions on like, well, does he want to beg or doesn't he? Does he? It's not a confirmation. There's there's not mm-hmm. a stern confirmation be sure. for me before you go out there putting your whole plans on some shit, thinking that you're gonna get him in the gotcha. Nah, he's just like, oh, I just want to... I mean, that man, he really went out of his way. You called my house, you sent me a letter, you sent me money. Oh, I want to yeah. hear this begging in real life. You went out of your way to get my attention. And of their relationship was still so new. When Todd was like, oh, it's, that was six months ago, and they was brand new with dating, that's still fresh. That that wound is still really open. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I can see how she would... If it's been a couple years, you can ignore the man, but... You only known this this little man a few months. Yeah, you might be interested. Yeah. You might still be interested in what her one true love had to say. Her enchanted love. They went together for a long time. So you would you would go see him now? Okay, Etsy. See that was some O three shit. It's two thousand twenty two. That's equivalent to a nigga you just broke up with two three months ago. You got him on a block list, but he called you from another number real quick. Now y'all on the phone talking an hour or two. Yeah, it's over, but he got you on the phone. You're going to have a conversation for an hour or two and and suss it out and be like, okay, no, we're not going to link. Or y'all do the bullshit where y'all just pretend y'all friends real quick. That's that's what that is equivalent to. So Tony was out of line, 03 standards, by meeting up with a nigga, but Mm. that's because she ain't had no cell phone for him to text her and be like, no, but wait. (laughs) Right. Well, they, they did have cell know, phones so, at this time, so he could have texted her. He could have, if he would have texted. Uh, well, actually, her, I don't know the rates for texting back then. It might have been yeah, a lot of money. It might have been like twenty five cents or some shit. Oh yeah, texting out of control back then. Yeah. I only had a certain amount of text messages. It, it wasn't enough for that kind of message. <laughs> but it, it wasn't a thing. Like it wasn't a convenience like how it is now. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's still too much of a toss up for me. I would have to think about it. It would have to be a situation by situation. Um. Uh, situation. <laughs> yeah. A situation up in situations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, alternatively, if y'all were Todd, if y'all were in Todd's shoes, let me just say that. The small shoes that he has yeah, on. Yeah, the, the tiny shoes say, that he's in. I can't in them shoes. <laughs> <laughs> would y'all have given the message to Tony or would y'all have hidden it? Or to your significant other? If you were in a situation, you just got married, you're a newlywed, or you're about to get married, and you get this message from your significant other's ex- girlfriend would you give the message or would you pretend it didn't happen and just hope that it never came back up no no <laughs> <laughs> so todd's in the right okay um todd is wrong todd's <gasps> wrong todd is big wrong Ashley Nettie. todd was so wrong this is the problem with todd stop this bullshit uh, my grandma used to say, you know, if you're afraid of if you're afraid of losing somebody, don't don't get with them. That's some old school shit. You're afraid of losing Tony so bad that you're hiding her messages. What the fuck is going on over here? If what Tasha did is what a woman would do. You see some bitch text him and, you know, you seen a name that you ain't never noticed. 
pop up on his screen real quick when you holding his phone, you turn to that man, you be like, who the fuck is this? Who is Maybe you're wilding out, but you ask in that moment. Let's go ahead and knock this out. I see, I see something that's a little suspicious. Your ex-fiance, who Todd knows all about, is calling you. Uh-uh. The love you of your his, life. The love of your life. Todd immediately should have been like, overreact. If nothing else, say, is you fucking him? Bitch, who you fucking? Like DMX. Todd should have hit her with one mm. of those. <laughs> if you have a question, ask a question. That's communication. That's a relationship. That's marriage. Todd is hiding things just like he hid that debt, just like he pretended to be rich to get her. Todd mm. got a lot of other issues around here. I don't like none of them. Todd be and hiding. He little. Todd hiding. What he hiding so much for? <laughs> He's afraid to lose Tony. That's evident. That's why he overspent to get her. That's why he lied to keep her. And then, you know, if you know the show well enough, you'll see that that didn't end up well. Mm-hmm. Because he yeah. cheated? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. <laughs> I didn't like what Todd did because of his fear of losing her. And if you're afraid to lose someone, don't get with them in the first place because you're going to do wild things to keep them. Mm, that's a good point. You know, you just saved some relationships with that. You just saved right. some relationships by what you just oh. said. You know, somebody listening right now, like, damn, you're right, Tony. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know that's right. I, I still would have kept it though, but I hear what she's saying. Yeah, I, I would have kept it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know I know your energy. Essie, you would have ran down on that man. If something is suspicious, you ask. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, right? In the call, Greg probably confirmed to him that, hey, I'm just reaching out just to make amends. You see what I'm saying? So he, mm-hmm. he remember, he spoke to Todd, right? So Todd mm-hmm. probably confirmed that to him that, hey, I'm not trying to fuck or no shit like that. I'm just reaching out because it didn't it didn't end right. Right. So mm-hmm. knowing that, that there's no, well, what he says is no, no intention to get back together or whatever the case may be. Girl, I'm good. If that's the case, then I'll, I'll mend that. I'll say maybe he's going to be okay. And then um, <laughs> if that's all you wanted. Shit, that ain't nothing. We could hold off on this damn message. That's Child. all you wanted was to say, I'm sorry. Can you can message. confirm it. You can confirm it for <laughs> No, he yeah. needs to get back to some Darius Love Hall and Nina from um, Love Jones. He mm-hmm. needs to get in his back like that. Darius let Nina go to New York and fuck old boy, which was dead ass wrong. Shit. But that's what Todd should have did. Give your person the opportunity to choose who they love. If if Tony would have ran back to that man, that would have shown him, hey, this is not the woman I want to be with, mainly because she dumb as hell and she left a good thing. He needs to give his person. That's um, that's with anybody. I think any relationship, you should give your person either room to breathe off their last relationship or room to explore if they if you want to go back to that old thing. If you do, whatever, girl, fuck you. And it's that's also a lot of like, confidence. Y'all niggas just got married. Like, ain't nobody got time for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like. Ah, uh, y'all spent mad bread on on the wedding. You just got married. Y'all chilling. Yeah. Why would I? You, you know when they say the devil is working. I think that. Mm. <laughs> I think that that was the devil testing. T- that would be the devil testing me. Like the nigga already said, or let me say the girl already said in my in my um predicament that ain't nothing going on, and she just want to say sorry. Okay, bitch. Well, you said sorry to me. I know. <laughs> but combine that with the lies about the money yeah when you add in that financial infidelity Todd is 
if it was just that one thing, okay, cool. Yeah, you intimidated by the ex guy. But the fact he lied about that money sends me. He was really broke. Yeah, that's a big... I feel like that's even more of a, of a reason to get divorced. Because now, bitch, I'm in debt. Like, you done fucked up my credit. And you looking at my money very strongly. I don't mm, like that. Every cent I make from here on out. You, you clocking yeah. it. And you telling me how all we got to do is buckle down for a few years. Oh, girl. <laughs> a few oh, years. I, you mean she my... She got herself out of friends. No. Uh-uh. Not you me. You trying to take my prime from me? got to take my prime. <laughs> oh, God. No, God. No, God. No. But, hey, I get it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, buckle down for a few years, not a few months. Like, years? Like, you want me on a tight book? <laughs> years. All that girl did was get pull herself up by her bootstraps, okay? Yeah. She pulled herself up. Yeah. And now I got to be down in the gutter with your ass. Bye-bye. For mm. some shit I ain't even create. Yeah. So we got our, our uh, B story, which I call, yeah, the B story, with uh, Maya and Lynn. What's going on at Etsy with Maya and Lynn? So Jambalaya comes home, and <laughs> he got a little snank face or whatever, and Maya's like, what's going on, baby? And then at first, he's trying to, like, not tell her. And then Maya's like, I know something's going on. What's up? And then he goes, oh, everybody at school thinks y'all two are lesbos. Excuse me. I'm like, how the kids at school know what's going on in my house? That's what I all. said. How the fuck they know? Lynn worked there? Lynn running her mouth? <laughs> I'm like, is Lynn picking them up from school? How do they know? That's so, that's what wasn't explained. I think just because TV land, they just want the story out there. It is what it is. But like, that would have been my first question. Um, you've been running your mouth? Obviously. Obviously, Jabari been telling somebody something. I wish we had spent more time just trying to help Jabari through this experience of his parents breaking up so quickly, so like volatile and then moving in and then it was it was a lot for Jabari's character. I felt kind of bad for him because now he is going through it in school. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, what is going on with them in the house? It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of uh, uh, lady energy in the house. I'm with the kids at the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Lynn shouldn't even, I don't even know. How, they share a bed. Like her and Maya. I'm like, y'all comfortable? Because I couldn't do it. That's like some, we grown. Yeah, like, and that bed ain't even like a California king. It's like a regular pull-out couch. Like, girl, they must be real, real close for Maya to sacrifice her being that comfortable for Lynn. Well, Lynn paying her, but I don't know. I would have been like, let's make a pallet on the floor or something. We got you. We get you a little air mattress. Pallet. You know, sleepover style when you a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's my bed. Like, I sleep, I, I personally sleep wild, so. Same. I need my space, especially if I have a bed that, it's kind of wide. It, it could fit two people, but when you're used to sleeping by yourself, mm-hmm. and it ain't a it ain't a partner, it ain't a boyfriend, mm-hmm. it's just somebody, you gotta, you gotta kind of sleep a certain way so you're not in their space. That's, mm-hmm. that's tough. So we'll get back to that story. We do see in that scene where uh, William and Joan are taking care of the baby. Tony comes in and talks about how she's going to go see Greg because she needs the closure, even knowing that it's going to make Todd upset. And the girls are totally against it. Maya says, I thought you got all the closure you needed when you told little man I do. I'm like, you know what, Maya, that is a very good point. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, I, she was like, oh, you know, sometimes it's all about exacting revenge on a man. And I'm like, yeah, revenge feels good sometimes, but he got revenge on you, too. So, you know, you remember how that feels? Yeah. For me, I'm good with the revenge as long as, like, your ends are tied, your dots are, your eyes are dotted, (laughs) your T's are crossed, all that shit. But you don't know. It's too, it's 2003, ain't no social media, so you can't really confirm. That's the problem. Yeah, for all we know, she gonna meet up with him and he got money now. That's why he's able to pay the 900. Like, he got some, like, banging-ass job and he's doing a lot better. Not just on the I'm getting married front, but right i thought it was gonna be i hadn't seen this episode in a long time so i didn't know what he was gonna come with but i knew it was gonna be something that one-upped her or maybe for like comedic purpose purposes maybe like now now he got a bitch who making mad bread and you marry some nigga who ain't got no money so oh shit the reversal (laughs) that would have hurt so bad yo they should have wrote that come on cash at me oh man you need to girl write that book <laughs> write that play that that teleplay whatever you see how Tyler Perry living come on come on right and Tyler Perry <laughs> hey he ba- he barely like tries with those scripts he just kind of recycle half the shit yeah it's the same thing over and over have y'all seen his house yes yeah I've seen it I don't understand I- <laughs> that's some extreme levels you ain't even inspired. Go, Tyler. That's crazy. I'm trying to think of where the money came from. Like that much money? The man, a billionaire, ain't it? Well, Nettie, you know he don't. Off of Tyler Perry movies, you Madea? know he don't pay his um. He don't pay no writers. You know he single handedly writes all oh, the he shows. Keep all the money. <laughs> so mm. he don't pay no writers, and I he like P Diddy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Friend, friend of the show, Tyler Perry. <laughs> friend of the show. He he barely has any writers, if any. So that video that he made where he said, oh, I'm getting, I got to grind, no excuses. And he had like a whole stack of scripts and it said written by Tyler Perry and no other writers. Written by, directed by, I'm telling you, filmed no, by, acted by. Mm-hmm. Then they could be out there, be cleaning his own sets by himself because he don't want to pay um, production <laughs> assistance. Bitch, he like- be serving the food, <laughs> he a crafty, fuck it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's um, real out here. That's why he's so rich. So, uh, Tony has these uh, planned lines that she's going to say to Greg when she sees him. <laughs> I love her delivery. It's very like Jane Austen or something. Yeah, Shakespeare or something. That man will fall to his knees and beg me to take him back. But I'll coldly disregard his feelings with thinly veiled disdain. And I'll toss out phrases like... I know how devastating this must be for you. (laughs) And we could never be. And right when he's a quivering puddle of yearning and regret, I'll grind my heel into his heart and say, good day. (laughs) And then he'll whimper, Tony, Tony. And then I'll say, I said good day. (laughs) It's like, uh, sure. Yeah, but she's ready. She got her lines rehearsed. She is ready. Mm-hmm. Rehearse like anything like that before. Have we ever done that? Yes, like mm. personally. Oh, like what you're gonna say to somebody who hurt yes. you? Like you got your? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all got our like sticking points. Okay, we're gonna mention this, and then I'm gonna mention that. 
Yeah. But it never happens like that when you're face to face because they cut you off and all this shit. So yeah, I be having my list. Like okay, yeah, you have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. You. T- I mean, I've rehearsed so many things. None of them worked out. So I, I love that. See, the idea that you think you're gonna get there, and just like you said, Etsy, you don't know. She should have did her research, known exactly what that man had coming, mm-hmm. so she could be better equipped because her thought was my thought was okay he gonna beg for my love back and I'm gonna tell him no bitch I'm happily married now but in reality that is not what he had to say mm-hmm. yeah so we're back at Tony's apartment condo whatever um she walks in Todd's reading the paper and she's like listen I talked to God and my girlfriends and the best thing I could do for this marriage is not to base my decisions on your insecurities that's a good line. Mm-hmm. But she needs closure, so she's going to go see Greg. And he says, I forbid you to go. I'm like, ah, I don't know if those are the words you should have used. That sounds like a dad. Mm-hmm. Forbid? That. Like, excuse I me? I forbid you to go. I was like, bitch, she's like, slavery's over. <laughs> like, nigga, you got me fucked up. She should have heard her man, though. Like, he was dead-ass wrong, boy. I'm not about to listen to you. But at the same time, like, if he felt it in his chest to say that, you got to actually listen. You got to listen to that man because mm-hmm. that, that is your husband. You wilding, Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did walk down the aisle with him and make the commitment. You got to... I mean, and yeah. you've, you've bent over for things that are bigger. Like, this nigga got mad debt. You still finna marry him and, like, be with him. So, I mean, you could chill on this one, too, if that's the case. <laughs> Very good point. When, she, when he did all of that and then she still walked out, at that point, like, up until that point in the episode, I was like, okay, yeah, Tony, I get it, I get it, I get it. But then when you decide to blatantly disrespect your husband, it made it seem like, did you want actually something from meeting with Greg? Did you want to I mean, did you want a relationship back? It was confusing to me at that moment. And I think even her, you really got to think about it. Yeah, you want to go and you want to throw shit in his face. But now you're walking out and you're choosing that man and that experience over your husband. I think you might have wanted something else. I think you might want something else, girl. Mm, You mean deep, deep, deep down in far away land. In her heart, she wanted Greg to be on some serious shit and be like, yo, I really want you back. But, ugh. So she could be like, nah, see this ring? Mm. And I'm, I'm looking good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm making good money, whatever, but. That's <laughs> all going to Todd's depth, so we ain't making money. <laughs> <laughs> he crazy. Well, I love when Todd's like. Greg is better looking than I am. He's taller, more artistic, and black. I mean, I guess when you say it like that. I, I mean, guess I don't. Uh, other than the taller, I guess Greg is, looks better than Todd. Does it's he? Probably. I don't know. Like facially, do you, you don't think that Greg looks better than Todd? I think Greg has a better height than Todd, but facially, I don't think Greg is like super cute or nothing. Like they both can go head to head. I like when guys have a little color to them. Oh, <laughs> like uh, uh, at least uh, go out and tan, Todd. Uh, go out to uh, the tanning salon, Todd, or something. Catch some sun. It's just that paleness. It just isn't attractive. I don't yeah. know. That's that's me. Yeah, yeah. I don't so. know. I don't think Greg is that fine for him to be like so insecure. I know he's short as fuck, and that's a big thing. But Todd. yeah, Todd. Todd is short <laughs> as fuck, and um, that's a big thing. But like, I mean, y'all are married, so what's what's all of this hoopla for? Yeah, obviously you liked it. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I want to get y'all's uh, opinion on his impression of, of the girlfriends. Ooh, look at that fine black man. <laughs> what girlfriend was he impersonating? <laughs> Maybe Maya. <laughs> but even if it was Maya, that sound like, I don't know. It's a little it's, more Southern. It's given, it's given, um, what they call that when the white people used to dress in blackface? It's given, it's like given a mammy? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't really like his impression. They're in L.A. Why are you dressing like... Look at that fine black brother. A black man. Like, why why are you talking like that? Where do you even get that from? Where do you pick that up from? Because you know my... Her friends don't talk like that. Exactly. Like, Tyler Perry wasn't out at that time. So where do you get that (laughs) shit from? (laughs) I think he had the plays Mm, at that time. He wasn't in movies, but he had the plays. And then I think a couple years after this is um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. That classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like Tyler had like the first two movies he did was just top tier. And yeah. then after that, I don't He just recycled shit after that. So did he have a writers for Diary of a Mad Black Woman? I know it's based no on a idea. play. But I think I he don't even the know. play back then. Yeah, the play I'm sure was him. Because right. he wrote, he was very prideful in like writing his plays. Right. But the movie, I don't know, and I don't feel like looking it up. <laughs> right. All right, at least. But they were so good. Damn, he could have really like. And he picked that Kimberly shit. Elise, you know, Reese, Reese Jackson, please. Miss, mm. I could cry on the spot. Girl, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he got it. He got, he got her. And then, you know, what is it, Family Reunion, that other girl. Dang, I wish I knew her name. The one that played the stepsister, or the other older sister. Yes! Yes! I know who Nobody's you're Nobody's taking about. my kids! <laughs> <laughs> but the family that prays was good, too. Did, that was did him? you like that one? Yeah! Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't his same style, but that was him. That's why I probably didn't think it was him. Because it's, it's, it's a different blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler was- Perry is a family that prays. Oh, it's an all late then. I remember that shit. I yeah, saw that was theaters. a go one. Man. Friend of the show, Tyler Perry. Shout no out shade. to Mr. Perry. So Tony ain't listening to Todd. She's going. He wants to go with her, which, come on, no, you don't. Um, actually, he should have just hung out at Skia and just followed her and hung out and looked at them from afar, like yeah. in the corner, like a corner table and with some shades on. They got all them open windows. I mean, I'm sure you can find a good view somewhere. Yeah, see, that's that's what he should have did. He should have been like, okay, I won't go with you. No problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says that um, if she goes and sees him, he won't be there when she gets back. Mm. And she says, huh, your loss. Ooh. Mm. And I'm thinking, that's true. Because mm. he don't got nobody to help him with his debt. If she leaves. That's what I was saying. <laughs> that's, that's a wrap who will help you with this massive what quarter like, of a million dollar um, debt okay sir I'll see you later I mean yeah it's like you ain't threatening shit but a good time cause you about to about to help on my bank account you finna leave right that's why you cannot go into no relationship with that kind of debt cause now he got to stay with that lady mm-hmm. cause he done got himself in deeper debt I mean Todd get on my nerves yeah, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. So we see uh, the date. Well, I don't know. I, I won't call it a date. It's Greg and Tony. They're having lunch, I guess. And we welcome back Chuma Galt, who plays Greg. Uh, he comes back. He looks pretty much the same. What's his name? Chuma. I was about to say that. Like, who? 
<laughs> Chuma. His first name is Chuma. He African? No, no. I'm assuming so. But I don't know his pedigree like that. I ain't, I ain't look it up like that. Mm-hmm. But Chuma, can you imagine on set being like, hey, Chuma, can you can you sit closer to talk to Jill? Like, I'll be like, yo, I'll be laughing every time. Nope. No offense to anybody named Chuma out there. It's just not common. Yes. Yeah. It's very unique, though. It's it's very unique. Very. Hmm. OK. I see you, Greg. I, I, I know a kin when I hear one. OK. <laughs> so he goes in for a hug and she leans back in and shakes his hand instead. I'm like, that's right. That's right, Tony. Uh-huh. I'm surprised she even took this this meeting. I, and he is, too, because I couldn't look at someone across the table who did what he did to me, to mm-hmm. her. Without slapping That's Mm-mm. Yeah, without fighting, without... Ooh, she, she held her, herself together. Because that was a week-long prank that he pulled on her. That yeah. took time. Like, and you trust. really took the time to do that shit? Like, it really made me look at him like a fucking loser. Like, lame, loser, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Tomato. <laughs> tomato. <laughs> you wasted your time doing this. You ain't got nothing better to do. This is why you're not supposed to be dating no broke job, men. No nothing. You had all this time to plan this shit. Like, exactly. Too much time on their hands. Because they're not making money. Don't fuck with broke men because of this. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, uh, he's starting to apologize and she stops him and says, look, 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 I know you're desperately clinging to the hope that you can convince me to get back together with you, but I've moved on. You mean nothing to me now. I mean, I'm a married woman. (laughs) That's good, Tony. Uh, I just thought that we could move past the hurtful Hurtful? Ain't nobody hurt. (laughs) I'm happy, Craig, blissfully. Happy. Well, I, I just wanted you to know then how sorry. Look, I know how devastating this must be for you, but I love Todd. We could never be. I know how devastating this must be for you, <laughs> <laughs> but I love Todd and we could never be. Mm-hmm. And that's when Greg's like, Tony, I'm getting married. Damn. Ooh, ooh, and you just see her kind of deflate. She's like, Fuck. yeah. And he's like, I just want to tell you that I'm happy for you because I know how wonderful it is to find the right person. He says the right person. Was that weird for y'all? Did y'all find mm-hmm. that weird? Yeah. I'm like, who he with? I was thinking, I was like, you would a dude. That, you? you know what? You, I saw a tweet the other day and it said, don't nobody know how to how to use pronouns. And how to avoid them more than um, men who want to hide who they fucking. And I'm telling you, they'll be like, be like yeah, one. so I was dating this person. Um, <laughs> yeah, my last partner no, or last my last partner. relationship. Just say the word. Just, just say, say my, my boyfriend. It's 2022. <laughs> just say dude. My last nigga. Like, just fucking say it. Like, we don't gotta. This say the 90s. <laughs> be yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah, that kind of perked my ears. I was like, the right person? Hmm. And also, but, it would have been nice if we got a confirmation of that of some sort. Since y'all want to start blowing bombs and shit into this episode, dropping bombs, let's let's get a confirmation that it's a guy. Somehow, someway. That would have opened up a whole new can of worms. Ugh. Tony would have been mad depressed talking about I done turned him gay mm. or some shit. That would her depression would have been on eleven. 
That would have been cool. A little Tyler Perry-ish, but you know. That's very Tyler Perry. Nah, she would he, he would have been like, I just want to let you know I got, uh, I I got, got AIDS, AIDS and you should get yourself tested. <laughs> oh, God. That's what it would have been at the at the lunch. Like, yeah, I just want to let you know in person because that's respectful. And, you know, we had a thing once. So just go ahead and get yourself tested for that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's Tyler Perry. That's TP all day. Yeah. So she realizes there's no way really to make him jealous because he's happy. He said he got his soulmate. So she walks out quickly and says, good day. I said, good day. And she leaves her purse and she comes back and gets it. So Tony comes into uh, Joan's house once she already put the baby down. And apparently she went back home and I guess Todd's not there. Mm-hmm. Like he said that he wouldn't be. Mm. <laughs> and uh, Maya's like, oh, please tell me you didn't go see Greg. Maya's like, I didn't think you were serious. But Tony was serious and she sits on the couch and looks all sad and Joan's really reluctant to go over (laughs) to see what's up because that's what she always does Mm -hmm. in the friend group. But Mm -hmm. none of the other girls are helping. So she she goes over to talk to her. Mm -hmm. And Joan has a really good point. She's like, well, maybe he just went to blow off some steam. Did you see him leave or whatever? She's like, nah, I just came home and he wasn't there. See, Mm -hmm. that's that's a big clue. You don't know. Mm-hmm. So Joan's like, oh, well, maybe he went to get a sandwich or something. You know you don't cook. Or maybe he went out to a strip club. <laughs> you know you don't cook. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's William. That's people's favorite character. That's William. But Tony's, Tony's 100% convinced that she's getting a divorce. But Joan's like, okay, just go home. Wait for him to show up just to make sure. And she's like, all right. She's like, y'all want to come and wait with me? I'm like, why would why would they want to do that? Right. Because <laughs> you know, once he comes home, the fight gonna start, and exactly. I don't want to be there when that happens. I'm good, girl. I'll I'll hear about it when you tell me after it's done. Yeah, I'll call y'all. You call me when it finished. That's what uh, that's what Lynn said. Mm-hmm. You call me. So we're back at Tony's apartment. She's sitting there waiting for Todd. She looked mad, nervous, mm-hmm. super nervous. And as soon as he walks in, that whole nervousness that. She pretends that she was reading a magazine and that she was unbothered. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony got to have the upper hand all the time. So she says, uh, you might as well get your stuff now because ain't no use dragging this out. And he said, I already got my stuff. I just came in for a couple things. I was like, oh, shit. Mm. Yo, he's trying to call her bluff. That was a good That was a good one liner. That was a good comeback. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Pow, pow, pow. She thought. She thought she had that, but nah. Mm-hmm. See, this this whole scene right here, this end scene, Todd got a lot of sauce. He's mm-hmm. very saucy Yeah, in this final the, scene. We know he's saucy how he was um, mimicking black women earlier. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so she realizes she don't got the upper hand no more, and she realizes he's leaving. But actually, I'm thinking this is a good thing for Tony. She lets him walk out of the door. She has more money in her pockets. Yeah. Why? Why is she jumping on this dude's back? I don't know very weird um <laughs> i never felt like she liked him that much yeah and then it was like and that's fine niggas be marrying bitches who they don't like all the time but it's like the one <laughs> it happens i it guess does. so that's why divorces happen yeah so i'm like girl you married him for financial security which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that do your thing but now that the one of the main reasons why you married him isn't there i mean you could take your shit and leave you out here trying to make threats like i've been ready to do yeah 
And he's like, you know, he's ready to go talking about, you know, she's a lot of work and things like that. But it's like, you need her. Like, I mean, where are you going to stay? You staying in her condo. Mm hmm. I I agree. But that's the thing when you paying a nigga bills that always like, (laughs) I just feel so bad for Todd and for Tony, like bad for Tony, because now I got to pay this nigga bills and Todd, because he does have to stay with her. Like financially, it is it is a come up. I wish that wasn't a part of their relationship Mm -hmm. so we could see if he truly loved her. She truly loved him because she was with him because he was a doctor financial security then he is staying with her because shit he ain't got nowhere else to go Uh, where's the real love in there i think there is the real love in there obviously but it's confusing at that moment because i'm just thinking he need a place to damn stay and that's what happened when you be paying a nigga bills because you don't know is he with me because he loved me or because he's a homosexual i I was just about to say these hobosexuals (laughs) like we about to enter into a real life recession. Ladies, stay woke Ooh, out girl. here. If he is love bombing you and telling you everything that you want to hear real early and then he want to come over real quick and then spend weekends, turn into weeks, turn into months, you know they finna have um in some states when someone is staying with you for a certain period of time, they considered a tenant. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So you can't and just kick them out. I'm, I'm trying to put y'all on to game. Stay woke out here. <laughs> Stay woke. Cash out her. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Essie, that's so true. Because, ugh. But that's the, that's why Tony walked out on him so hard because he don't pay not a damn bill in that house. Because anyhow, she had a man paying bills and he was like, bitch, I'm going to be... For one, they wouldn't be leaving, living in her tired-ass apartment. Mm-hmm. So she would have been leaving from a nice, beautiful home the way she always thought they would live in and she would have never left to go see Greg. But again, nigga not paying no bills, you always going to walk over him a little bit. Jesus, yeah. I'm sorry. No shade, no tea. I done been there before, sis. It's the truth. Yeah. 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 Because here's the thing, when a man doesn't have anything, you don't really know why he's there. So Mm. he could just be there for you to have, for him to have a roof over your, over his head. You don't know. These niggas will say anything. They're not like women where it's like, okay, I don't really like this nigga, so I'm not going to fuck with him or whatever. No, they will like you as long as you paying the bills. Yeah. And still do you the bad, Todd, i.e. Todd, mm-hmm. paying the bills, holding you down, still fucking me over. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. No more struggle love. No more building with a nigga. No more. Oh, my God. Like, because you really don't know. No more potential. If I tell anything to my younger self, do not bother with it. Do not build him up, girl. You just wasting your time. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and you, he's spending all your money. And a recession is coming. So, like, as you say, stay woke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what y'all think of that scene, seeing uh, beloved Tony Childs jump on his little dude's back, begging him not to go? I was like, Awkward. I don't like Tony like that, to be honest. She's one of my least favorite characters. But this was like, <laughs> girl, get the fuck off. Get off of him. Like, you look desperado. Desperado. Because she liked Greg. She went, she went with Greg to see what see what was tea with him and since that didn't work out i think she really felt like fuck all right let me go back home and try to patch this thing up with the guy that already said yes to me mm-hmm. she really did love greg that's what happened with a broke nigga with a good dick you just it's, the confusion <laughs> is at an all-time high mm-hmm. it's, it's high sorry and if i was tony right i said what i would do if i was todd in that 
situation. But if I was Tony, I wouldn't even have told him. Like, I would have just kept it cute and go seen him and then not even give him the option to, like, know where you're going, who you're seeing. Like, you, you going to see Joan. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm going... I'm going somewhere men don't go. You got to go somewhere he don't know you you frequent though, because he know they frequent at Skia. So you can't. You gotta either lie and say you ain't going to Skia, or don't go to Skia. Or maybe you could say you going to Jones' house. Until now, are y'all saying this because it's Todd, or just men in general? I mean, oh, mostly because it's Todd. Th- okay, Mister Brokey. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> she begging for this dude. What you begging for debt? You begging for more debt? That's basically what you doing. That's what I saying like you begging for this nigga what is he offering bitch nothing and this i don't know what and credit is no joke i feel like as as black women they don't teach us in the community about real financial literacy like you can really ruin your life fucking with a nigga who has that amount of debt who is that broke you can really fuck up your whole shit so nigga bye yeah you got to dig yourself out of a deep hole. That I mean, that that's really a lot of debt for him to put on them. And it's a surprise. And I thought you was rich. I will never get over that. Mm-hmm. I really, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. And you, you made me think that on purpose. It's the manipulation of it to me. Like, you really went around um, courting me and we spent this big wedding and et cetera, et cetera. And you made me think that you had bread. I think that should be against the law, bro. Because that shit is no joke. Like some like, tender swindler type shit, right? Yeah! Like, yeah. What? <sighs> I mean, you can get an annulment. Like a fraud thing, like like Kyle Williams said. But I, I don't think there's any jail time coming his way. No, just an annulment, I guess. Well, I don't know how I feel about her being on his back. It, it looked weird visually. Because she's so much bigger than no, him. I thought, I thought Todd was going down. I was like, can he hold <laughs> <laughs> Cause, damn, and not that she's heavy. It's just it's like he's so tiny. Yeah, you know what I mean? he's so small. Oh my god! But he held it. I said, I know that's right. Yeah. Well, he got a he got a nice base. You could tell he got cakes. So <laughs> you saw you see it. Y'all be seeing it. He got a little. He got a little fatty. He got a little dunk. <laughs> so at the end, she does this whole monologue. The worst part of me needed to see Greg for revenge. But the best part of me is about to walk out that door. I know Greg is the love of my life. Because he hurt me worse than anyone ever has. I know you could never hurt me like that. But here I am, constantly hurting you. <laughs> What's wrong with me? And at the end, you know, Todd decides to stay. Mm, Todd decided to stay. Yeah, why he got the upper hand? <laughs> exactly. But in that moment, Todd, why is you playing with my phone records? Why, <laughs> why is you hiding and lying all the time? Mm-hmm. That's really what the crux of the yeah. episode and the relationship should have been on. But instead, it got turned to Todd is now the damn victim mm-hmm. and Tony's the bad guy. But really, Todd, you play too much. And mm-hmm. why are you lying all the time? Why are you in my house lying and you don't pay no bills? Mm-hmm. That's like your parents used to get mad at you. <laughs> why are you in my motherfucking house lying and eating my food? I don't like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Why are you slamming doors over here? You don't pay not one bill. Why are you slamming doors? Here's the thing. Because because Tony 
left to see her ex. Now he could do some type of fake reverse psychology mm. and act mm. like he's the one with the power and he's the catch. Like, baby. Have you seen me? Yeah, Have you seen the material? Like, excuse me? Like, you're the one that's hard to love and you tr- you threatening walking out. Like, boy. But that's the thing with Tony. I think we, um her character is so true to who she is. She always is going to choose herself. She's going to put herself first. You know, you know, she's selfish. So sometimes people, I think Joan has done it. Todd is doing it. Can manipulate her into being the bad guy when really that's just who the fuck she is. You knew you married a shallow woman. You know, I come with a lot of baggage. I'm a lot of work. But you said I was worth it. No, Tony, you said you were worth it. She was always going to go see Greg because that's what she wanted to do. She was never going to listen to anyone. But then you turn it back around on her like, Tony, you're being so bad to me. No, Tony's always like this. The bitch is crazy. I mean, you the one who fucking with her. You marry her. You love her. You should be dealing with the crazy lady. Mm-hmm. Why are you acting so surprised, Todd? Mm-hmm. That girl was going to do That's why you didn't tell her about the man in the first place, because you didn't want her to do that. Because but she did it anyway. Because in the back of your mind, you knew this bitch might actually go see this nigga. Let me throw this shit away. Let me block his number. I don't even know if that was a thing that they can do with the phones back then. But you let could me. do it. You yeah. could. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think you had, it was a longer process, though. You had to, like, call a phone company oh, or some shit. You got to call yeah. them. Okay. Todd, Todd's ass, the way he manipulates, he did that shit. Yeah. That's why he wrote a letter instead. He couldn't get through on the phone. Right. He's like, damn, did they change their number? No, nigga. That was Todd. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he knows. So, they decide to work on their relationship. Not start with a clean slate, but start from where they are and see if they can make it better mm. it ends kind of like a full house or something yeah it, it's very cheesy at it's the end it's giving me family matters i don't know like something like that i was waiting for that corny music to come in <laughs> season four i'm not gonna lie you don't have as many standout episodes to me in season four as far as the writing i don't know what's going on with the writing strike around that time but it was way more sitcom way more sitcom you know what I really liked the last episode they did. I thought that was the standout. The one before Which this one. Which one was that again? Oh, the one with, with, with Vicky? Yes! That was a good one. The fucking one. one-liners in the previous episode. It was the one where Brock said he didn't want to have kids. Yes. And uh, Maya dates the security guy, but he wanted... Oh, <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, Melly Bell. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was I did hilarious. like Melly Bell. Yes. And he was a brokey who wanted to be a homosexual. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. He was like, you a secretary? Yeah. Oh, I loved how he did that. You thought you was doing him a favor. No, these guys, they right. the men are having their way. Mm-hmm. That's how it is now. These new millennium dudes. They just want to sit at home and be house husbands. Which, what the hell is a house husband? <laughs> I guess they just do whatever housewives used to do. They clean the house. And complain and work too much. <laughs> yeah, do the laundry and shit. I don't know. Oh, Watch Oprah. We are in a different time. Mm. Your grandmother would never. Oh my with god! These, with these men at home, Mm-mm. that's a whole nother another planet that mm. that happened. It seems like forever ago that men was actually prided themselves building yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> do something around the house, fix this fucking fucking wall and shit. They used to build things. Do you have you guys seen that tweet? Was it a tweet or a TikTok video? It was one of them where she said, "Y'all know why we didn't have any barbecues for Memorial Day? Mm, why?" Because these niggas don't know how to work a motherfucking grill. Not real. It is a it is a specialized skill. If if you weren't taught from a young age, 
It ain't happening. And these was, niggas know how to air fry. Oh buy, my yeah, God. air fry <laughs> or buy the barbecue from the local uh, the local restaurant that make the barbecue and bring it home. Yo, my mind was blown. Like, because I legit did not see anybody like saying, oh, come through to the barbecue. Anybody have a barbecue? There was none. We got to get our shit together, man. We lose our recipes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. Some of these we need to lose. Y'all, why are... 62 percent i'm trying to about to get serious 62 percent of black women are obese they, they they just some new statistics came out today that is actually crazy i was like wait hold Ooh. on so as far as black women i was obese so as far as uh black women of all other different races we is Ooh. that is crazy so some of the recipes we can let let the show cold that i the, mean we could revise the recipes to add revise, more vegetables yeah. Revise the yams that got a whole bag of oh, um, man. sugar in those videos where they're pouring <laughs> the sugar on the yams. I also, I also feel like a lot of that is like portion control. Like these, yeah. like you don't even have to really change what you eat. It's just how much you eating. Like you yeah, make, you don't got to go for thirds. You <laughs> see, see, that's where you get me. I love the third plate. The third one is what gets you over the edge now. Yeah. But no, let's let's slow down. Let's slow down. That's crazy though. So get the guys back on the grill so we can stop deep frying everything in the house. Mm. I think that'll help us out a lot mm. too. Mm. Yeah. I hear that. So the final, final scene. It's Maya and Lynn. They're getting ready for bed. None of them have on bonnets, which I'm like, um Well, yeah. It, Lynn had a towel? And what the fuck was that? It was weird. I don't know uh, that biracial shit, but Maya. Oh yeah, I was gonna say she half white, so maybe that's something they do. Yeah, hey, <laughs> too, girl. <laughs> Maya, she had her hair like up in some type of um, clip or something where they clipped up the the hair that's not the bank in the back of her mm-hmm. head. Which I said that's still not a bonnet, but okay. So Maya's like, okay, like you really wouldn't do me. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, am I ugly? And Maya's like, nah, you look good as hell, but it ain't really about looks or whatever. And then Lynn is like, okay, so then what is it about? And then Maya's like, I just wouldn't want a long-term relationship with some leeching loser who's still trying to find herself. I mean, I got a son to think about. (laughs) Pretty much. And then Lynn is like, okay, so aside from that, she totally ignores that. And she's like, let's say if we was in the club and you wanted to oof, 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 would you do me? And then Maya is like, yeah, girl, I'll tap that. And then Lynn is like, with her nasty ass talking about, I mean, what's good? And then Maya's like, girl, you better go to sleep. I'm not with the shits. So, yeah. Lynn was trying to get a little thing thing. Yeah, um, so is this feeding into the narrative that Lynn is bisexual? Because yes. there's like that scene in like a couple episodes ago where she first moves in where she kisses Maya on the lips. Yes. Yes. She's I'm absolutely like, fluid. I was yeah. going to use that word, fluid, yes. They don't really lean into that though, you know, early 2000s. Right, right. She's just freaky. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, they that's call how her they freak. describe her, just freaky. Mm-hmm. 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 Yo, they used to call lesbian people who are bi freaks. <laughs> Just freaks or green. Well, back in the early 2000s, that's what, I mean, that was as wild as it got. Yeah. My girl got a girlfriend. It just wasn't prevalent and people weren't really out like that. So it was just like, gay mm-hmm. or bi. Yeah. But you know, it's 2022. There's going to be shows where they explore that more. But early 2000s, they was like, nah, we need our viewers. <laughs> we don't want to get boycotted. Right. Mm. Yeah. 
So that's the end of the episode. And next is our Oh Hell Yes moments. Uh, let's start with Etsy. What's your Oh Hell Yes moment? My Oh Hell Yes moment is actually Maya not necessarily really giving a fuck that niggas think that her and um old girl is lesbian like she was kind of like what and after that okay that's that they need to mind their motherfucking business like it wasn't a big thing like she was just like whatever it wasn't no gay panic it was just like whatevs (laughs) yeah good call um mine was when greg said i'm getting married tony to kind of shut down all her her, uh, what is she trying to do? Her vibrato. Yeah. Her, whatever. Oh, you, you supposed to beg and throttle for me. Yeah. She, he shut that all down. Was like, listen, I'm getting married. So I ain't even with all that. I'm just here to apologize. Like, you know, so that, that made me was like, oh, damn. Oh, hell yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do, you, have a, I do have a second. Oh, hell yes. Okay. Well, let's get to Tony's. Oh, hell yes. And yes. Come back to your second. My oh, hell yes moment is when Todd tells Tony, if you leave this house, girl, I'm gone. Because aside from him being a broke boy and getting on our nerves, that is her husband. I really wish she would have listened to him. And just in general, for me, myself personally, in my life where I am, and anybody, listen to your partner. Just listen. Because that could have helped their relationship so much if she would have stayed in the house, if they would have talked about the issues instead of um, her going out, doing what she did, getting embarrassed again, and then coming back home and having to kiss his ass again. Listen the first time and and try to correct things because it's going to show itself in their relationship later on down the line. Ain't nobody listening up in this house. (laughs) So that's my oh hell yes moment. Etsy, what's your second one? Oh, my second one is something small but so big. How Greg sent her a check. I wish that nigga would send me a check for the songs <laughs> he tried me. Like, pain and suffering. Like, yes, for your pain and suffering. Here's a little cute little whatever, whatever, rack. Bitch, I take Hold it. Hold on real quick, ladies. Y'all seen Tyler Perry movie. What is that? What is that funny ass movie with Taraji P? Henson. The movie was so hilarious. Acrimony. Acrimony. Oh my God, that movie just makes me laugh so bad. It was just, it was a comedy. He did okay, that. That's so right. Her man did that in the movie. Her man did that. What are your thoughts? What are, you, what, are you, what are your thoughts about that movie? Please. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. It was, it was definitely, it was. um, <laughs> you know, I don't use the word ghetto. I use the word Tyler Perry. Um, <laughs> That should be on a Very Tyler Perry, if you ask me. Um, and partially, I'm like, dang, he paid her back. I mean, what he did, like she, I you can't hate on him. Back. He I did was it. With her. He should have got back with that lady. I held you down. Yes, I broke up with you, but like you're a while out. I broke up with you real quick. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to get on your feet and come back home. Yeah. Now you with that bitch mm-hmm. on a boat, my boat. Yeah. The, the shit work. that I helped build with my motherfucking money. Yeah, but he he sent her a check though, right? Yeah, I need to check in the man now. Oh, okay. Somebody to hold me at night. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that movie was the funniest movie ever. Like, it really... It definitely... That was top-tier bullshit. <laughs> it was a great conversation piece, definitely. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like he paid her. That's all, that's all I can keep coming back to, because he didn't have to. I mean, no, he didn't have to. And ideally, you would want the money and not necessarily him, but maybe another nigga who you who you don't got to go through all this bullshit with. But right, like, right. ideally, you'd want both. But I'm with Nettie. I like I like the money. I think money is very, very it's underrated 
as a way to apologize. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's yes. It needs to be used more. Definitely. She showed us that I think money was a cover. That money was not what she wanted, obviously, because she was with this broke nigga for 20 years. You're you throwing money in my face is so irrelevant because I have shown you money is not something that I need in a relationship or in life. She was cool with being broke with his ass. Mm. Money is good for people who like money. She obviously didn't even care for it because that's why she let him go years without having a job. So mm. do not throw the money in my face like that's all I wanted. Nigga, you know I wanted you. Where mm-hmm. the fuck is you at? That's not her So I went her telling everybody to jump off the boat. Jump off the boat. <laughs> right. That bitch yeah. was crazy. Anyway, um... Let's wrap it up. So uh, thank you so much, Tony, for coming on our show. You always have the best takes. I'm glad we had you again because I'm like, dang, did you outshine us? Dang. <laughs> Y'all know I love, I love talking girlfriends with you girls. Yeah. So where can uh, where can the people find you? You can find me on TikTok at FineFit, F-I-N-E-F-I-T, fitness, same on Instagram, where we talk do we talk girlfriends yeah i actually do talk a lot girlfriends in my daytime girl i just love this show and i love talking to you girls my girlfriends i'm just so thankful that i get to to be here it's really exciting for me mm-hmm. we love having, we love you. having you we love it yes. <laughs> so if you guys want to talk to us you know uh, where to find us uh twitter at hell yes girl and of course if you want to talk to etsy Rowe and find out more about her book <laughs> calling it right now <laughs> at Etsy Row on Twitter and Instagram yes uh, if you guys want to give us a nice gift go on to Apple Podcasts and give us five stars and leave a review if you leave a review we'll read it live on the air we'd love to do that and uh, next episode is titled Merry Xmas Merry Xmas so I guess we made it to Christmas yeah we had Christmas already Dang. already mm. so I don't know what that's about right off but We'll rewatch it. We'll we'll do a great discussion on it. Um, until then, I'm Nettie Smith. I'm Etsy Rowe. And I'm Tony Fine. And we'll see you next week, guys. Be safe.